Good morning, everyone. This is Karen, a.k.a. Hippie Mama, and happy Monday to you all. I hope everyone had a great weekend, enjoyed the weather, if you're in a beautiful location. But you know what? Every day that we are above ground is a beautiful location. So I'm sure you had a wonderful and fantastic weekend, as you should have. Um, And then this morning, we're going to talk from the book of Jonah. And Jonah, as we know, was a man who wanted to um, not fulfill the calling that God had placed on him. Jonah uh, did as much as he could to move away from doing what God had asked him to go and do, which was go and speak to the people of, I'm not going to pronounce this country or city's name right, but it's Nahivin, or again, I can't pronounce it right, but the topic is coming from Jonah um, chapter four, and basically Jonah again, you know, tried to escape what God was asking him to do. And if we think about that in the context of our own lives, how many of us know that there are things that we should be doing, but we try to run away from doing those things. We do everything possible to not have to drink from that cup, right? And that cup is the cup of salvation, but that cup of salvation is also something that's very hard for a lot of people to swallow. We say that we are not this or not that, um, but we, you know, when you have a calling on your life, whatever that is, whatever that may be, um, and we try every method possible to not fulfill that calling we are we're being like Jonah and we're running we're running and the funny but sad truth of this is that no matter where you run you can't hide right you may be able to go a a certain amount of time and get away from your duties or responsibilities and you may find a little bit of solace in whatever it is that you're doing but eventually The storms of life will come again and the waves will pound at you and pound at you. Because when you have, um, when you have a gift that the Holy Spirit has given to you, you have to fulfill it. Uh, So there is no way to outrun him, the creator of the universe, the one who sees all, knows all, has created everything that is in front of us um, you know there is no way that you can hide from him you can't hide from him in your clothing you can't hide from him in your mind you cannot hide from the one who sees everything so Jonah was on a ship with um, some men and you know they were working frantically to get that boat to shore because the waves were ripping at the boat. I mean, it was 
what is it, The Perfect Storm? If you guys have ever saw that movie, The Perfect Storm, and they're out in the middle of the ocean, and those waves were hundreds of feet high. I mean, I would, I mean, I know I would be terrified. There's just no way around that. To see waves that were engulfing the boat, even when you look at um, The Deadliest Catch, uh, and you think about, you know, just sometimes when those guys are out there in the middle of that storm on the Bering Sea and how those waves are crashing into this large boat. So imagine that 10 times worse. Jonah is on this boat. These men are praying for their lives because they know no matter how hard they try to get that boat to shore, it's not going. And the reason why that boat was not moving and the winds were and the waves were moving in in, in such ferocity was because God knew where Jonah was. God knew where he was. Jonah was not going to be able to get away with it. And Jonah also knew that the reason that this was occurring was because he was trying to hide from God. So he told the men, if you throw me off the boat, you will be fine. Now, anybody with good conscience this day and time would not want to just throw somebody overboard, uh, you know. And so the men, out of just being human, you know, were was like, no, no, we'll try to get it to shore. But when they realized that it was absolutely frugal of what they were doing, they they prayed because they felt bad about it and they asked for forgiveness. But long story short, they ended up throwing Jonah over the boat. The minute, the second that they threw Jonah into that water, the winds and the waves became calm. It was as if there was no storm that had been surrounding them at all. And God had prepared a large fish to swallow Jonah up because he didn't want Jonah to die because God could have easily, easily took him out. Think about how many times God could have easily taken us out of this world. Um, You might have been in a horrific car accident, but he spared your life. You might have been in a situation where a a gunman had a gun on you, but he spared your life. Um, You may have been in in a surgical procedure and you were pronounced clinically dead for, you know, a few minutes, but God saw fit to then spare your life and you came back and you were able to tell that story. So like Jonah, he also was giving Jonah another another chance to to do what Jonah knew he had to go and do. So there was a big fish that swallowed Jonah up. Now, I know a lot of times, you know, we think big fish, we think, okay, it had to be a whale. It had to be, you know, something huge like that. But didn't specifically say what type of fish. And trust me, from all the nature shows that I watch and things like that and under the sea um, type of things, there are some very large fish that are not whales, but could have easily, easily swallowed Jonah up and without biting or chewing or having to, you know, uh, break him down in that sense. And so Jonah was swallowed up by this big fish. And the Bible says how you know, he stayed in the belly of this fish for three days and three nights. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I think about that, first of all, I am underneath the sea, okay? <laughs> so 
it's not even like I can look up into the sky. I can breathe in the fresh air from the sky because I am literally under the sea somewhere inside of a big fish belly. This is where Jonah was. Imagine the darkness that he was in and that he felt and the stench of being inside this belly's fish, I mean, sorry, inside of the, the belly of this fish. Think about the atmosphere that Jonah was in. And when we look at that in the context of us now, look at sometimes how we're in an atmosphere of desperation, an atmosphere of, of hopelessness. Um, sometimes the way seems so dark that we feel like, oh my God, I can't, I can't get my, I can't see myself out of this. What am I going to do? Where do I go? Lord, you know, help, please help me. So this time for Jonah and this time for us, when we're in this situation, it gives us time to really think. It gives us time to really get ourselves into a an area of humbleness, an area of complete surrender, an area where there is nowhere to run. There is nowhere to go. You can't escape this dark point or moment that you're going through. And Jonah could not escape that darkness that he was in while he was there. So Jonah had to think about all of the things that he was doing all of the running that he had been trying to to do in order to escape from his surroundings. And as he sat there in that fish's belly, I'm sure, I'm sure Jonah had a revelation just like we have revelations when we get to a point of so, so much brokenness, so much despair that we begin to just say, I surrender. God, I surrender. And when Jonah reached that point in his life, after being there that third night, then God said, okay, he made that fish go and vomit Jonah up. And so we too are vomited out of our situations. And when you think about vomit now, and specifically the bite, it didn't talk about, oh, the fish just went easily up to the shore and opened its mouth and Jonah walked out. No, the fish vomited. He had to vomit Jonah out. So when you think about vomit, and I don't know about you guys, but I hate whenever I'm vomiting, I have to vomit. But you also think about what you see, right? It's just nastiness, right? It's just ugliness. It's like, ugh, you want to, you can't flush the toilet quick enough or tie the trash bag up fast enough when you look and see in the smell of what comes up out of our bellies, right? So Jonah was vomited out, out of all of that ugliness that he was in, just like we are vomited out of all of the ugliness that we are in and that we are facing when we come out of that darkness, right? So it's not pretty. It's not pretty when you're coming out of it right you have to you've got to get past the smells you got to get past the 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 environment that you were in and that you have now been expelled out of so i'm sure that jonah was very happy to know that he was still in one piece and that he was out on that land and 
And then he went on, he said, you know what? I'm going to go do what I'm supposed to do. So God told him where to go and what to tell the people. And so Jonah went into the city and he told the king and all of the noblemen and the people knew and they were thankful that they had heard this word because God was going to destroy, literally just annihilate those people because they were not doing the will of God. But Jonah gave them that word and he told them what God was going to do to them. And those people, that king, he said, nobody in the entire land, not beast, not man, not children, nobody will put anything in their mouths, not even water. They tore off their clothes and they put on sackcloths and they prayed. And they did that, I believe it was for two or three days, I'm not sure. But they did that and because they were asking for forgiveness. They were asking for forgiveness. Now Jonah left the city and he went away to sit outside the city because he was waiting to see what God was going to do. And so that day Jonah was sitting outside the city, you know, it was hot. God formed a gourd from just his imagination from out of anywhere, a gourd to protect Jonah and give Jonah shade upon his head so that Jonah would have some peace during that heat. And Jonah was was sitting there and he was thankful for that, but then the gourd that evening had went away and it was destroyed by a worm. A worm came in and destroyed that gourd. Now Jonah Jonah was sitting there and the next day and he was, he was angry. He was very angry because he was like, I thought you were going to do this. You know, I'm angry because this is what you were saying you were going to do. Now let's take that a step back for just a second and think about us, right? We get angry, right? When, (laughs) when we are expecting something, somebody to do something and they don't do it, right? We get angry a lot of times or we get upset. And Jonah, still being human, he got the same way because he was waiting to see a show. Jonah was waiting to see these people, these wicked people, just be destroyed by the hand of God. And so Jonah was asking, he was like, well, well, why, why didn't you do anything? And what I love, 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 love about our father is that in the most simplistic way, and I'm, paraphrasing so you really do need to go read the book of Jonah to, to, to read it more in detail for yourself but basically God was telling Jonah you know these people repented for what they did they asked for forgiveness there was 6,000 and some odd people in that city and they asked me for forgiveness why would I do something then in that way to destroy a people that earnestly in their heart of hearts came to me and repented for what they did just because it's something that you wanted to see done. So, you know, I was like, wow, man, Father God is so good. He's so good to us because yes, he could have easily, easily done that, but he didn't. And Jonah being a man, a selfish man that maybe wanted to see the destruction. You know, some of us love to just watch other people suffer. 
And that's sad. (laughs) That's really sad. And you have to ask yourself why. If you like to see stuff like that, why do you like to see stuff like that? Um, But God didn't let that happen. And Jonah was upset because it didn't happen until, you know, it was explained as to why he, why God chose to have favor on these people and, and hear and, and, and be, um, be lenient on these people. So we just have to take ourselves for a moment. And I know that, you know, biblical stories, uh, may seem like stories or you know fictitious things sometimes but i believe that this story definitely shows us how it can be related to our very own um, situations and times that we live in right now because we all have ran from something at some point in some time all of us have we've all tried to deny what our calling was you know, whatever that calling would be. But the storms of life will come at us in many different ways, in many different forms, until one day it just resonates within your soul. Wait a minute. I got to do something more. I got to do something different, you know, because you can't escape from God. Okay. And, and, and this is so, so true. I don't care how far to the ends of the world you travel. I don't care how far you try to do anything else. You will eventually do what your calling is meant for you to do. That's just that's just the nature of, of, of how it is. I mean, other than that, I can't really explain it. It's just the way it is. Um, but like Jonah, once we vomited out of this ugliness that we're in, or this despair, this darkness and we realize what we have to do, then we go and we do it. Now, the worst thing that we can do is go and do something and then wait and watch for others to fall. That's that's not a goal that any of us should have. If anything, we should all have a goal of encouraging, lifting, and, and supporting one another so that we can all live, so that we can all achieve the things that we were meant to have while we were here. And so, you know, the story ends very, very kind of abruptly, I guess you would say. Um, But I believe the message was made very clear to Jonah at, at that point in time. And so we just have to, we have to keep going. Okay. No matter what, you just have to keep moving and you have to Be humble about your calling and what you have to do. Be humble about who you are made to be and be willing, be willing to do your your job. No matter how uncomfortable it may make you feel or the situation may put you in, just be comfortable in doing what you were called to do and encouraging to others. Um... But God will send the gourd to protect you. He will send that to cover you in, in the midst of a, of a sun beating down heat upon your head. He will provide ways for you and for others. 
and he will have mercy on those that he choose to have mercy on regardless to whether we feel that they deserve it or not because it's not for us to make that decision it's not for us to make that choice of who God will spare and who God will destroy it is not our our right we are no better than our neighbors we are no better than the next person that we pass by on the street whether you are a fortune 500 uh, billionaire or you are a homeless uh, individual that only has cardboard and a cart with them nobody is better than the next person in God's eyes we are all equal we are all the same so please go back and read the book of Jonah uh, get this information for yourself maybe you have a completely different take on the story maybe you see something um, a way way different than what I've even described this was just my interpretation of of this of this story and it helped me to see a lot of things sometimes that I do even my own self in those places that sometimes I go into that you know I have to be vomited out in order to appreciate the life that I have instead of looking or trying to run away from what um, my calling was or is so that is our Bible study conclusion for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, please comment, like, share uh, this uh, podcast with others that you know may or may be interested in hearing it. I do so greatly appreciate all of my listeners. I, um, you know, I know I've said before it was on various topics, but for some reason the unmuted topic came to me so I think I'm going to change it from various topics to uh, Karen's Corner aka Hippie Mama Unmuted I really like that um, so be looking for that in the coming days um, I do wish you guys all a great week join me tomorrow I have no idea what the topic is as of right now but it will be something of interest I hope to you and um God bless you, and may God's favor always be upon everyone. Take care, and I will talk to you on Tuesday. Bye.